I use this uh, tape machine that is uh, Revox P77 is very famous. I mean, uh, it comes from the uh, IRCAM uh, studios, CRM, and and then thanks to the work of musicians like uh, Jérôme Notanger, for example, it became an instrument to be used live. Uh, yeah, this is very inspiring, but um, what I do is to uh, do use this instrument to do a music that is not uh, supposed to be made with it. Uh, at least a little bit. I mean, uh, uh, what uh, when you talk about physicality, uh, for me the tape is uh, the way to have physicality. Because in electronic music, yeah, you can uh, lose it a lot. I mean, even uh, the point is that analog instruments, they are uh, physical. They are, uh, I mean, your gesture is gonna affect the sound. But on tape, you feel it more. On tape, this uh, kind of relation between the gesture and the sound effect is really uh, necessary. It's really related. If you use uh, other kind of uh, machines, you can have it or not. You can use uh, many kinds of uh, transmitters or uh, antennas, you know, that are amazing because every slight uh, variation or uh, modification of the imposition gesture uh, is gonna transform the sound. I mean, this is really beautiful. This is, for me, uh, the sense of being a musician. Uh, because then, uh, as as I was saying before, you know, where is the form of music? Is the is in the complex system made by my mind, my body, the instruments I use, the outputs like the, say the speakers or any kind of other um, sound source. Everything is related. This is the idea of feedback. So basically, even if you don't do uh, internal feedback or no input feedback as many that is always a feedback I mean the things are working together and I find a bit uh, violent if you try to eradicate the, the form of music from this complex uh, system of relations uh, with digital it happens a lot but you will never escape from this because also the digital will turn to analog at one point, no, at the end. When you push a button, it's always uh, embodied, no, the, so, and, uh, so I think that if you, uh, when, when you certain kind of instruments, you can enhance uh, this idea of being there and or being in the system, in the, being in, in the environment, I and with some other instruments is that you are uh, giving more importance to the composition of sound, to the form of sound, and you are losing something very important. But I'm talking of uh, concert, mainly, because I, even if I did a lot of records, I feel, now, especially in this moment, I feel myself like a live musician. Uh, at least that's the moment that, that I like for. Uh, yeah, also now that we are listening to music every, all the time, everywhere, uh, so the moment of live music is the, 
I think is the most uh, beautiful one. I'm uh, sec. My real name is Mimmo Napolitano. Uh, I'm a musician. I'm since uh, many years I'm uh, involved in. Uh, let's say music concrete, uh, so working with tapes and uh, uh, recording materials, editing, but what I like more is to mix this kind of attitude with uh, improvisation and uh, live situation where I can uh, really go in uh, physicality, in something that is related to noise music, but also to dance music or techno. So, yeah, I, I work on uh, ages of different practices. I'm uh, organizer as well. I organize festival in Napoli called La Digestion. That is, uh, of course, is about experimental music and uh, sound art. Uh, moreover, I'm uh, uh, I'm working as a PhD researcher. Uh, so <laughs> many, many many interests.
the third is gonna happen now between March and May. Uh, before that, uh, we had two editions, and uh, before I was part of another festival in Avellino called Flussi Festival, and before that, I was part of a, a mix of a festival and series, or um, anyway, it was an experiment called Altera in Napoli with Mario Gabola and other friends uh, back to 2008. Uh, so yeah, this festival digestion is the um, result of a very long process. The name, uh, the name of the festival, yeah, is uh, homage uh, to Ari Chopin. Uh, to his piece called La Digestion. Uh, that, yeah, of course, uh, the idea of digesting sounds. It's very interesting because it's like a message to escape from intellectualism. But at the same time, I, there are many layers uh, related with sound poetry because Chopin, for example, he was also very influent for noise music and uh, for the idea that uh, the body is a sound machine. And, and especially in uh, Rishopin work, there is a kind of an anarchist uh, energy that is really strong and is kind of revolutionary. Uh, so yeah, of course, uh, as a name of a festival, it's a uh, provocation. No, it's, uh, it's a strange name for a festival and that makes makes it also nice in some way, cool. <laughs> but yeah, at the same time, I, I would like to, um, uh, in some way, inspire a little bit of this uh, energy, of revolutionary energy that is in uh, Chopin's work. Uh, yeah, of course, I, um, in my article about him, I was also um, connecting Chopin with Derrida, with Artaud, you know, in, um, in the way these authors all uh, try to deconstruct something. And probably of the three, Chopin is the more wild. Uh, so, yeah, I like, um, I like him especially in this way.
I think there is um, an evolution in the attitude during the years, comparing Altera, like this first experiment, uh, and La Digestion. So for sure, at the beginning, the motivation was very related to playing myself. Uh, to meet artists and collaborate, so you, yeah, I, I was in, in some way aware of the, well, let's say, less responsibility of organizer towards the city and towards the audience, but mostly I was interested in meeting people, uh, in making something happening here. Now imagine that instead of uh, going around uh, and going to uh, to see concerts, I was trying to organize them, the things I liked more and to make them happen in my place. So yeah, in some ways uh, narcissistic, uh, you know, in the, in the way that you want other people to like the same thing you like. But uh, eventually it's the way it works. No, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> it's also, um, it was very successful because eventually uh, more and more people uh, got involved in, in a kind of music that in Napoli was not really present. And, and so yeah, then uh, there are um, personal uh, motivations, there are things that happen in life. And so uh, now, for example, uh, my motivation is different compared to Altera. Um, and the organization is much more professional. So at the same time, you relate with a very bigger audience for very different reasons. Uh, probably, yeah, some people was uh, following us from the beginning. Some others got involved now. And for uh, probably for some people, it's just a curiosity to see something new, something not common or uh, like to do the experience. But it's, it's really part of what we do. We organize, when you work with sound, you always organize uh, experience. Sound is always alive. Uh, whatever you do, if it's uh, improvisation or if it's uh, playback, uh, when you put some sound in a space, something new is happening. Uh, basically, what we are organizing now is this kind of experience where the sound is the protagonist. Uh, so, the space is very important from an architecture, architectural point of view, but also from an uh, imaginary point of view, a symbolic point of view. So, basically, the, uh, the location is uh, very important in the way uh, it mediates the perception of sound.
Yeah, I think the, our audience now knows that it's gonna attend a very special experience of the sound. Um, very often they don't know the, the artists that are going to play, but that doesn't matter so much. Uh, of course, yeah, I, um, I feel like um, I, I see also um, a difference in the city compared to 10 years ago when we start. So where the underground was probably more active. And now I realize that um, we are going towards a kind of institutionalization. Or anyway, we are uh, working on uh, bigger formats, like the festival format. Uh, bigger audience, so sometimes I'm afraid that we are missing the relation with the music community. Uh, I mean, younger generation guys that want to play music, maybe they are not really uh, participating in the sense that, I, that inspired me at the beginning, no? like the idea of organizing to be involved in uh, new practice. So to um, also to feed something, to feed the process that is uh, allowing you to play, but is also um, creating something, you know, making energies circulate. Uh, when you move on this bigger format, sometimes you lose this uh, connection, this dynamic. And, uh, so the audience is only an audience, you are only an organizer and the artist is only an artist. Uh, it's something to be careful with. Because then, yeah, I mean, also in a city like this, this is not probably... Uh, the risk is that you create a detachment between the, the things and when uh, you instead put the things together and they feed each other, you do something new. We are very, as I said before, we are very focused on uh, relation with the space. So we try to choose uh, very specific venues that are not uh, conventional venues at all. Um, of course, this is um, an experiment that uh, is working better sometimes, sometimes a bit less. But I think the first time we really pushed on the idea of working on a precise space was with Marc Baron. Uh, in 2017, uh, he was invited in Casa Morra to son sonorize the monumental staircase that is uh, 
very special environment with this hexagonal plant designed in the 17th century. Um, uh, so yeah, it's very uh, impressive uh, as a monumental uh, architecture, but at the same time as some very special acoustic properties. So the artist was very challenged to do something for this space. Uh, it's, it's not really about uh, composing something site-specific, but like to imagine a way to make the sound uh, work in this space. But of course, this uh, automatically involves um, thinking about the audience and thinking about uh, uh, the meaning of space. So um, it's interesting for me because then, yeah, the artist is also an organizer in some way, and the organizer is always also an artist because then you have to uh, invent a new way to live the space through the sound, but not only through the sound, also through, uh, let's say, affordances, uh, how to interpret it, uh, how to move in it, and several layers. So, um, uh, with Mark Baron, it was very successful. And it was also with uh, Michel Donedà and Lequanin in uh, Ex Cognizzo Liberato. Uh, it was really, really successful uh, from my point of view because uh, this place is a former jail for uh, uh, minors, uh, young people. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. And now it's um, uh, completely uh, re. Uh, renovated, let's say, in, in the use, so there are a few associations who do art and culture in the space, they are also socially involved. Uh, but anyway, the symbolic presence of this building is still there. Uh, so we tried to play with it. We chose the um, very abandoned room of this building. Uh, it was challenging because then it was really hard to get electricity, to create a basic, very basic safety condition for the audience. Uh, and then, yeah, in that case, the musicians, they were playing acoustic uh, with sax and percussions. I think they really uh, played uh, in the tune of this mood, of the mood of the space. You know, they really 
catch this atmosphere and turn it into something special. Of course, uh, we did the concert in uh, Cimitero delle Fontanelle with uh, Riena Gajime e Pier Bertè. This place is so incredible. Uh, in, for example, uh, I was surprised of how many people came because there was Napoli football playing. Uh, at the same time, <laughs> um, and also, I don't know, there was a kind of, uh, the place is a bit far, I, I don't know, uh, I was surprised, but it was really packed and every, everybody was very impressed by, you know, this was not very easy to listen, easy to follow, there were um, many little, little objects spread around this huge place uh, they um, yeah it was a bit uh, difficult for the people to focus on a single uh, sound uh, this was also the beauty of it uh, and it worked very well and i think people yeah they um, was extremely fascinated by the way sound was uh, very in a very delicate way was uh, interacting with this space that is uh, has a very strong uh, connotation by itself so in this way was uh, in the subtraction uh, yes um, and then yeah of course i think we did other uh, very beautiful concert that uh, probably were a bit more conventional in the way uh, people could yeah in this uh, in, in the way of uh, reception, of, uh, I don't
the point is that uh, when uh, when this, uh, you talk about sound, uh, of course the orientation is also is only let's say an artifact, an artificial way to reconstruct something that goes lost. Um, I mean, this works pretty well. Uh, of obviously stereo technology, it's very intelligent and uh, allows you to give uh, like this uh, fake uh, depth or 3D uh, idea with very simple means to speakers. But this, of course, it's fake already when you are at home, and much more when you are uh, live. I mean. So I think it's a bit pervert to uh, work to create the ideal conditions for listening. Um, while what we try to do uh, as organizers and also as sound artists is to instead work on the sound to go in the space, to, to interact with the space. And then, uh, of course, uh, when you talk about other uh, media, like uh, radio or uh, also recordings, uh, that's different because then uh, it's completely different language, I think. It's, uh, most of the time it's taught to be listened by one. That can be use headphones, for example, or can listen to it at home. So this is, uh, in some way, it is a challenge because then, I mean, what is the, um, what sometimes I, I wonder is where is the um, form of the sound? And the form of the sound is in the memory. Is, uh, so it's not on the, um, it's not in the file that I'm reproducing or on the tape. Uh, that's only a way of reprodu reproduction. No? And instead, uh, if you listen to a sound in a different space, you will you are listening to a different sound so the shape of that of that sound is in the way you perceive it and in your memory uh, what media do is to uh, reduce the difference between the perception of each other so basically if you listen a record most of the time you have a similar uh, perception of what is the music but still it's different. I mean, you use different speakers, it will be different. This affects you the, the way you relate to music. No, uh, um, 
So I, I would like to, uh, in some way, I would like to be radical in it, but at the same time, as a music listener, uh, I think, yeah, why not? Uh, let's make it easy. No, I, I benefit from it. I can listen to music at home. Uh, so the, the important is to adapt your language to the format and to the media. So, in my idea, the concert is completely different language uh, compared to the concert. While, yeah, the radio is also different, but uh, honestly, I don't have so much experience. But what I did a couple of times was a uh, sort of live radio. That is uh, really an hybrid between the live situation and the recording. Uh, and yeah, that's a challenging format, I think. For example, once I was using uh, streaming, handmade streaming. So in the audience, there were little radios. Uh, we were controlling the radios. At the same time, there was some music from the PA. So from the radio, you had the voice of the piece. Um, so yeah, in some way, this was creating an environment. It was, uh, uh, it was a way to, uh, how to say, to um, change the directionality of the sound, but at the same time, it was a kind of symbol. No, because the radio is, uh, in some way, is uh, affecting your perception of what you are listening. Is or probably is um, influencing it uh, in a kind of cultural way, uh, like recalling some certain ways of listening. Uh, or uh, probably now it's also a bit different, but yeah, for sure, uh, an, an analog radio is immediately related, for example, to, can be to listening football match, or can be to listening to the news. Anyway, it was something that uh, was culturally established in the life of people. Now it's a bit different in terms of artifact. I mean, the, the radio as an object is maybe uh, less present, but I think we are still, uh, all the time, we are dealing with the two layers of the thing. I mean, we are uh, listening to the sound, but we are uh, looking at the object. When I listen to music, most of the time I look at the speakers. Why? There's no reason, but in some way we need to um, locate it somewhere. Otherwise it's too anarchist. <laughs>
we are only um, screening a film, film by Seppo Reinwald, that is a Finnish director. He works on a 16 millimeters film. Uh, he spent some time in Napoli and did a film about Napoli, uh, aspect in the soundtrack. So, yeah, we are not playing a concert. We are screening this beautiful, very beautiful film. Uh, it's kind of a premiere. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. I mean, in this case, uh, as an organizer, I cannot play a concert, you know, in my festival. Uh, it's, it's crazy from many points of view. It's, uh, and then too much work, it's impossible to be concentrated. Uh, while you are thinking, oh, the, we have to solve a problem here, or we have to <laughs> open the door, but, you know, it's really... But yeah, no, in general, uh, with this, this duo aspect uh, is probably the most important project I have uh, musically, even if now we are not really playing so much, but this is uh, a moment of life. Uh, but uh, my, I think yeah, this relation with Mario was, for both of us, was very uh, important for growth, artistic growth, personal growth. We, yeah, we talk about uh, all the aspects of making music, so political, ethical ones, artistical, artistical and technical. So, yeah, for sure this is the, the duo, the, I mean, it's the project where I uh, shaped my language. Uh, instead, this quartet is a very new project. We played only a few times together, also because we are four, it's not uh, very easy. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, but it's completely different. It's like we are four and we have four different experiences. We are uh, all experienced musicians with a very well-structured um, uh, language. Uh, we go together on the same instrument, uh, trying to make this different, atti different attitudes uh, work. Uh, that's why I say it's completely different. Instead, because with Aspect, it was like uh, instead uh, doing everything together, no? Like growing together, uh, inventing things together. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, it's it's a great pleasure to play with musicians like Valerio Tripoli. It's great. No, it's, uh, it's the best. Uh, so, you, I mean, I continue to learn a lot of things. It's always a very nice confrontation. But uh, now, probably, yeah, what is done is done. <laughs>
the tagline for La Digestion is Musicasco Tato Raramente. Can you talk about about that? What that means mm-hmm. and what it means to the in some way we already talk about that I mean, because uh, the idea of a music that is uh, listening to uh, how can we translate it uh, music yes uh, yeah basically when I told you that we uh, organize experiences uh, I'm talking about that I mean you can listen to music it's not only about the genre because li- you listen to music every day, any kind of style, any kind of music. Uh, but uh, when you go in a place and the sound is uh, taught to be in that place and to have a dialogue with this place, this is Ray. Uh, and so this is what we do. Uh, this is why we choose this. Uh, We, we start with uh, David Moss and Tomoko Sauvage. Uh, David will do something very special with uh, 40 singers. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, not professional singers. It's a choir called Provocalia Choir. Uh, the, all the um, participants are from the city. They are volunteers. Uh, no need to be professional singer or anything special skill. It's just uh, because eventually he will train them and uh, also here the space has a very important uh, part because it's in the staircase of Casa Morra and the way this choir will be distributed in the space will make a lot of the work um, creating very special effects and then uh, there is this mastery with voice to to do something that, uh, of course, we, we still don't know. We are only imagining. Um, uh, Tomoko Sauvage, she plays with water. It's magic. She, well, her concert is really magic. Uh, she, uh, it's very simple, but with just, you know, th- this the most basic element in the world, water. 
she is creating something amazing. Then we do a second event that is dedicated to Music Concrete. And we will have the, I'm very, very proud of this because we will have the masters of this music, like uh, Lionel Marchetti, Jérôme Notanger, and Castel Jäger. Uh, they, during the afternoon, they will have a masterclass open to the people to talk about Music Concrete, but also to go a bit more practical on uh, techniques of composition or uh, diffusion of sound on the uh, Argusmonium, multi-channel speaker system. Um, so yeah, it's a great occasion uh, because of course this is the, one of the, it's probably the music that I like more. It's the music that I feel like uh, very close to, to me. So having the possibility to invite uh, so great, such great musicians is, uh, I, I think, yes, I'm very excited about that.
And then the difference with the other editions is that um, we finish with uh, two days that is a uh, more conventional uh, kind of festival in the format, I mean, because it's two days with a lot of uh, concert and uh, uh, sound installation, uh, screenings, listenings. There is a lot of things and this project is called Musica Sane. It's a project taught together with um, so an association in Poland called In Situ from Sokolowsko and the association NK in Berlin. So this project is happening in the three cities in three different uh, periods of the year. Uh, uh, in Napoli is the 3 and 4 of May. Uh, it's, it's very, very special event because we, are, we have invited the musicians to do something about the relation between music and medicine. Uh, in different possible, possible declination that can go from the um, self-care to uh, mental illness to historical relation with machines, uh, for example how uh, medical machines influenced or are influenced by musical machines. Uh, it's very wide, a very interesting topic and uh, we will have uh, great artists like Anthony Pateras, uh, Felicia Atkinson, Ockingly, Carmichael von Oswald, Rudolf Weber, uh, Croatian Amor, they will all do something unique working on this topic. And we have a very special location that is uh, Maschio Angioino, it's one of the uh, oldest castle in the city, one of the biggest ones. Uh, we will use many rooms of the co uh, in indoor and outdoor in the castle to really uh, create two days of full immersion of uh, crazy things.